There's no shame in seeking more out of life. It's completely acceptable to want to feel fully alive. If you feel a calling, if you've reached midlife or beyond and ache for something to light you up or to set you free, then this is the place for you. There's a seed inside you that wants to grow? Well, I invite you to join me in some insightful conversations about what it means to have reached midlife or beyond and find that you want a deeper connection with self and spirit, that you have dreams that you never dared act upon before now, that no matter your age, you're willing to finally meet your heart's longing and start an adventure to your true self. I'm Patty Diener, an author, an entrepreneur, and a seeker of the best life possible in our beautiful second act. So let's get started. Hey there, dear friends, and welcome back to Beautiful Second Act Podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome, welcome. Um, I'm Patty Diener, your host, and I'm so glad you're here today. So before we dive into today's episode of I Wish I'd Learned This Lesson Earlier in Life, um, I wanted to remind you that if you have not purchased a copy of my book, After the Fire, you can always go to Amazon and get it in either paperback or ebook. It's also free on Kindle Unlimited, um, but I'll also leave a link in the show notes. You can go to my website, pattydeanerwrites.com, and I have a buy link there as well. I wrote After the Fire based on the real events of the 2015 Valley Fire that happened in my community of Lake County, California, and um, it's a romance novel. Basically, I say that my characters are to the Valley Fire, what Jack and Rose were to the Titanic. So it's, you know, a, a story based on true events, but my characters are fictitious. So I hope you enjoy it. Pick up your copy today. All right, y'all. So I wish I'd learned this lesson earlier in life. You're probably going, okay, what lesson is she talking about? And I'll just get right to it. It's acceptance. Accept what is. If you cannot accept what is, um, it, it truly will make your life a living hell. <laughs> I'm just going to put it bluntly. And my fear of acceptance for most of my life, at least for the first 40 something years of it, um, really made for a difficult time. I mean, I was always very blessed. I had some great things going on in my life. I have beautiful, wonderful people. And um, I, I'm not going to say my life was a living hell. I'm just going to say that I made my life a living hell periodically through fear, living in fear. And by accepting what is, um, it kind of frees you and it lifts this, um, this pressure off your shoulders and your chest that you're constantly walking around like a band that's tightening around your chest and you can't ever catch a really good, relaxed, deep breath or you're always waiting for the next shoe to drop. And... I want to talk to you today a little bit about living a life that is acceptance and accepting what is and um, how the freedom of that has changed literally everything in my existence. For years, I, um, I thought that I could outsmart or outwit or um, get ahead of anything that might possibly come up that could be considered a potential disaster or a catastrophe. And quite honestly, it's because if something came up for me that was not what I planned, I was unable to accept that. I was constantly trying to fix, fix, fix. And spinning your wheels like that can really run you ragged. And also trying to stay ahead of everything and trying to um, 
live in that space where you think that you're going to plan every little aspect of your life um, and maybe avoidance, avoidance of all of these things that you thought could, could potentially bring disaster. I didn't take enough risks. I didn't feel uh, safe. Um, I was worried for my loved ones. It was really exhausting. And um, on the outside, most people looking in, they would think that I had all my shit together <laughs> because I've never been shy. I mean, I've always been outgoing. Um, I've taken certain risks that people would think, well, you know, you've started lots of businesses and you've, you know, you've, you've risked things financially and, and you were brave. And that's true. But where I wasn't brave is in the, the part of not planning everything in my life that to just let sometimes let things uh, let the chips fall where they may or to um, be open to um, things not going the way that I wanted them to and and just finding that might be a blessing in disguise. I, I never really looked at things that way. If things didn't go the way that I planned, I thought that that was something there was something terribly wrong with that. And um, I would get so much stress and anxiety from that. But as I got older, and, um, you know, you, you eventually you're going to hit a wall if that's the way that you live. And that's the way I lived my whole life. I felt that um, because of some of the situations that came up for me as I was growing up, uh, I saw a lot of heartbreak and a lot of um, stressful living and uh, pain and suffering. And I thought, you know, if I could just, if I could organize my life in a way that I can anticipate everything that's coming up, then I won't have to worry well, what a joke that is, because we can never do that. There's no way anyone could possibly anticipate everything. So, you know, I would fear if my kids got in a car with other people. I would fear being away from my home for more than so many days. I would fear being separated from my husband. Um, I would, you know, I, I always put the worst case scenarios in my head, you know, and it was just not a good way to live. So um, when I finally started learning that I'm going to end up dying from stress if I don't change my ways. Either that or I was going to drive all the people that I loved away from me. Um, I thought, you know, there's got to be a better way. And I really, for like the last decade or so, I have been diving really deeply into, um, you know, spirituality and um, learning to let go. And as people might say, let go and let God. But you know, even if it's, uh, if, if it's not God you want to think about, then consider the universe is, you know, our home. It's, it's the place where we all come from. And, you know, we were intended from the very beginning, you know, there, whether we knew it or not, our existence here is not by accident. And so you have to just believe and trust that no matter what comes up in life, and sometimes life can get messy, it can be painful, there can be a lot of uh, trauma but there can also be so much beauty and grace. And more times than not, there's so many wonderful things happening in the world that we, out of fear, um, we miss it. We miss the moment. We miss the point because we're too afraid of what might happen. And generally speaking, most of those might happens never happen. <laughs> the fear-based thinking is just really all it does is torture you and robs you of the moment that you're in. So I thought, you know, how can I learn to let go more? How can I be more free to just enjoy the moment and stop fearing the future? And um, a lot of research and a lot of reading and um, listening to people who were like me, that who, you know, transformed fear and, and into faith and, and how finally were able to let go and to live a happier life. I thought, I want to be like that. I want to be like one of those people that are, you know, able to just enjoy everything. So... 
as the change started happening in me, I started sharing it with some of my closest friends. And they said, gosh, I see such a change in you. It's like your skin is clearer. Your eyes are brighter. You radiate this, this joy and happiness. What's happened to you? And it's like, um, I found myself. I finally found myself because I was accepting. I'm learning to accept the moment. I'm accepting everything for exactly as it is. And I'm not projecting my fears of the future into the moment. I'm, I'm actually not fearing the future anymore. One of the books that I read over the last few years um, was called The Universe Has Your Back. It's written by Gabrielle Bernstein. Um, she has this chapter in here, uh, says you're always being guided, even when it doesn't feel like it. So that's something that was hard for me to accept because it's like, how do I know I'm being guided? What if terrible things are happening? And I don't know that I can trust that. Trust is the key, you guys. You have to trust that the universe basically is not out to, uh, to get you. <laughs> you have to trust and you have to accept. Um, there's a lot of things when they arise in our, in our uh, lives that maybe they're things that we don't want. We try to avoid them by going around or going over, or, you know, past or in, and the problem is with that. Um, it's kind of like what my dad used to say to me about doing my homework when I didn't want to do my homework when I was a kid. He's like, you know, you start from the beginning of this building and you want to avoid it. So you walk around the building, you go all the way to the back of it, you turn the corner and you keep following it all the way around. What happens is you're going to arrive right back to the same place that you started with. And that's where your homework is. It's not going to go away. You can keep trying to avoid it, but it will still be there. So as it is with, you know, in adult life, when you are trying to avoid something that makes you uncomfortable, something that you fear, something that you're not um, familiar with, or you, you don't want to um, have to deal with it, avoidance is not going to make it go away. So the best thing you can do is accept what is and um, accept the assignment. So in the book that I just spoke of, The Universe Has Your Back, Gabrielle Bernstein talks about the fact that you have to accept the assignment that's given to you. Only when you accept this, uh, the assignment that's given to you are you going to be able to um, learn from this experience and stop fearing about it, and you just need to, to get on with it. So here's what she says. She said, it's all about accepting that you can't avoid the assignment. You can only postpone it. If you don't choose to accept the assignment today, it will continue to present itself in new relationships and new experiences. If you don't show up for it, it will continue to show up for you. So you have two choices in this situation. The first choice is that you can follow fear and F everything and run, which sometimes you may feel like that's the safest option, but trust me, it's not. Running from fear is like running around a track. You'll See, this is exactly what I'm talking about when my dad said, <laughs> maybe, maybe he knew more about it way back when I was a kid and, and Gabby figured this out later. But again, I wish I'd accepted this uh, at, for truth and, and learned from it back then, but it took me 40 years to figure it out. She says, running from fear is like running around a track. You'll inevitably wind up back in the same place again until you truly accept it. So instead of following your fear, I recommend showing up for the assignment with grace. Be willing to show up for the assignment once and for all and trust that the universe never gives you what you cannot handle. So how can you trust, right? How can you trust um, that the universe has your back or that things won't go terrible? Because we know that terrible things happen in the world. We know that there's... Uh, there are people that do terrible things to each other. We know that the world is not a perfect place and there are things to fear, right? But if you can just learn to let go and um, try and find the good, um, my, my way of thinking today 
has changed in that I feel that it's my job now to just try and find the good in every day. I try not to project my fears from the, from the future too much. I try not to think too much actually of the future. Um, I think a little bit into the future as, you know, like daydreaming and, and fun things and, and, and goodness and, and wonder and all the wonderful things that I want to bring and attract into my life. But what I don't do is sit around and think about all the scary things because there are scary things in the world. I just choose to not think about them. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I very rarely watch uh, much news anymore. I will watch maybe about 10 minutes in the morning and maybe about 10 minutes in the evening. My husband is different. He likes to watch a lot of news. All I find is that it just enhances my fear. So what I do is I get informed about what's going on in the world and then I tune it out. But um, I do trust in the basic fundamental goodness of most people. I do trust that um, the world that we live in is basically here to provide for us and that we are here for it. Um, I don't sit around thinking about, you know, the doomsday and and uh, how we're destroying our planet. And I don't sit around here doing all that stuff. I mean, I try not to contribute to anything. I, I, I love the world and I love, you know, to keep it as beautiful as possible. And I want to protect our resources. But at the same time, I don't sit around and, um, you know, think and obsess about it. I, I don't do that anymore because there's no point in it. Um, to trust, to trust and to actually truly believe that is the hardest thing I had to learn because to accept what is, that means you have to trust. Trust is a huge thing. Letting go, um, believing wholeheartedly that things are going to go well. Um, there are there was um, in this book uh, by uh, Elizabeth Gilbert. It's called Big Magic: Creative Living Beyond Fear. She has this saying in here that um, says that you know nature provides the seed and man provides the garden. Each is grateful for each other's help. I love that saying because it's so true. We have to trust that, you know, things are meant to happen the way that they happen. Sometimes it's not as beautiful as we had hoped, but also there are a lot of things that we bring upon ourselves in our life that we have to learn from. And that may be unfortunate if we've gone down the wrong path for a long time. There's always clues though, you guys, there's always hints. There's always things that come up for us in our life that are trying to steer us in the right direction. We don't always listen to that. We don't always follow it. And so ultimately, we can end up creating more chaos in our own lives from our own doing because we didn't accept what is. We didn't trust. We didn't um, listen. And that's okay because we have free will. And I really believe that what comes up for us is the learning process. That's why I spent you know, the first 40 years of my 40 something years of my life, uh, struggling because that was my life's path. I had to learn from my mistakes. And sometimes I didn't the first few times. And then what happens is when it finally smacks you in the face hard enough, that's when you really take notice. Some people are smarter than that. And they are more attuned to listen to the universe's little taps. Um, if you want to call it the universe or God or spirit, um, your intuition, um, you get these little taps and you get these nudges and you know them to be true, but you choose to ignore them or you choose to postpone or procrastinate and eventually it will still keep coming up for you. So I really wish that I had learned earlier in life to just not fight every little thing and not try and micromanage every little thing and not struggle so much with trying to force an issue because sometimes some things are not meant for us. 
And when you don't accept what's not meant for you, that can be a huge disappointment too. But sometimes that huge disappointment, once you can get that out of your way and accept that it is what it is, something even more glorious will come to you. Um, Something that maybe you had never imagined for yourself, but yet it could never come up for you because you were so focused and so with big blinders on to, you know, you were, you were, you were targeting this other thing so intently that you didn't see the whole world for what it was and that the other opportunities that were there for you, maybe you didn't see them or maybe you didn't open that door or you didn't take them because you were so focused on this other thing that you wanted so badly, but maybe it wasn't for you. It wasn't meant for you. I'm learning more and more nowadays, you guys, that if it's meant for me, it will happen. And I try not to obsess. For example, I'm a writer. Um, I want very desperately to be a traditionally published author with a team of people behind me to help me and to, um, you know, be there to help me get my book out and, you know, so that I can continue to, to grow my audience and continue to write. Well, here's the thing. I have some people that I really, really want to work with. If they don't respond to me and I don't end up working with them, I can't be so obsessed about them that I don't want to work. There's literally hundreds of other agents out there that could potentially be wonderful for me. So I have to keep my whole world open to the possibility of the right person is going to come to me. And I don't sit around and sweat it. Um, If this were like, you know, 10 years ago and I was scared to death to put a book out because I was fearful of rejection Um, and then if I, you know, I finally got, you know, got the book done and I tried to query agents, if I got a rejection for, you know, 10 different agents, I would probably throw my hands in the air and say, okay, well, I give up because I'm no good and nobody's going to want this. And maybe I should never try again because maybe this is my path and, you know, start feeling sorry for myself. Right. But instead, um, after, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going into this with an open mind and an open heart saying, you know what, universe, just bring me the person that's right for me. I think I know the people I want to work with, but I may not necessarily know the right person. So you bring me the right person and I'm open to creative solutions to what it is that I need. And when it's meant to be, it will be. And until then, I'm just going to continue to write and not obsess about it. So that's what I've learned to apply in most things in my life. Um, you know, we are farmers, we grow crops, we have walnuts, we have grape, uh, wine grapes. And sometimes, you know, the weather is not favorable or other things happen. And I always tell myself, you know what, what's meant to be will be, I'm not going to sit and obsess about it. I'm going to ask the universe for some guidance or some help. And I'm, I've just hoped for the best that we're going to get through this really well. And each time I've said that, and I've not obsessed about it, um, things have worked out. And I've talked to my husband when he's been very, you know, stressed out because farmer, farming, there's a certain element of, of mother nature that you cannot control and you cannot control the markets. And, you know, there are things that are out of our control as farmers. But what I've told him when he's felt very anxious, I just put my hand upon his shoulder or, or hold his hand and say, you know what, honey, I can't tell you why I know this. I just know that it will be okay because ultimately, you guys, it will be okay. All the things that we fear the most, even when people have had loss and even when people have have struggled with um, deep pain and sorrow, you know, time goes by and life is still there and we still must find our way. And you can't sit around thinking about the, ho- the horrors of the world because we are still here for whatever reason that is. 
and we are meant to be happy. We are meant to live our best life. So even through pain and suffering and sorrow, we must try and figure out a way, what is it that I can do today to make my life just a little bit better or to make someone else's life just a little bit better? Or what is it that I can do to just get through the day because I'm in so much pain and suffering? But it's our, it's, it's by design. It's instinctive in us that we, um, that we survive and not just survive, but thrive. And so I'm just glad that today I finally have learned the art of acceptance. Um, I'm not saying that I've mastered it. <laughs> By no means have I mastered it, but I've learned it. And um, accepting what is has been really the one thing that has saved my life. Because no matter what um, meditation I put into practice, no matter what book I read, no matter what inspirational podcast or um, you know television programming or whatever it is that I try and seek out um, you know guidance from, it still always boils down to the fact that I have to learn acceptance of whatever is. And I'm, I'm eternally grateful that it finally clicked with me. I don't know if you're, if you, if you suffer from great anxiety and depression, um, there are things out there that will definitely help you from counseling to antidepressants to, um, you know, changing your diet to getting enough sunlight. But I will tell you what worked for me. And I did all of those things, by the way, what finally worked for me is I went through something that was so difficult. I didn't know that I was going to be able to see my way to the other side of it. I really wasn't sure if I was emotionally equipped to be in this world anymore. And I realized after I have, after experiencing, I have a sister, um, had a sister who, um, she took her own life. And when I saw what that did to the family and what I realized she didn't get was that she had so much to live for. And yet she couldn't see it because of fear, anxiety, depression, and you know, all those things. And so I knew that there had to be a better way. I knew that there had to be a different way. And I spent a lot of time looking for that other way because I knew that there was so much that I wanted to do in this world. And I had so much, so many blessings and so much life to live. And not that I was ever suicidal, but I will tell you, there were times when I didn't want to get out of bed. There were times when I just didn't understand why I should bother. And Now I can't wait every day when the sun rises. I cannot wait to see what this day will bring. I cannot wait to experience what the next day will be because no matter what it brings, and sometimes days are good and sometimes days are bad and the struggle can be real, but ultimately I know that there's always something good out there and I trust and I've accepted that it's my job to find the beauty in every day. It's my job, not for the people so much around me, but for myself, for my spirit, because I was sent here to do something. And even if that means I, and if I can't find what that something is, even if all I do that day is to get out of bed and find something that I can feel joyful about, something that I can feel happiness about, something I can be grateful for, then I'm doing the right thing. And then I know that my life is on the right path. So I have to accept whatever it is, whatever's going on that day, and, um, and not just get through it, but truly live it, no matter what it is, no matter what the day is. And I wish that I'd learned that. <laughs> I wish I'd learned that way earlier in life. I would have spent a whole lot less time stressing 
and wasted time projecting fear of the future. And I would have enjoyed the moment a hell of a lot more. Okay, well, I hope that this, uh, I hope that this has resonated with you. If it has, please don't forget to share with a friend. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Uh, join our beautiful Second Act Facebook group. I'll leave the links on how to do that in the show notes. If you like the beautiful Second Act podcast, do me a huge favor and leave a review or a rating wherever you listen. Um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss any of um, the shows. I so appreciate you spending time with me here today and any time that you uh, spend listening to the show. It means a lot. Well, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Uh, come back here and join me again next Tuesday. We have a great guest coming up. She's uh, been a world traveler and uh, she's got so much to share with us about living a great life. She did not start out her life feeling very um, worthy or um, accepted or loved. And boy, she turned that into something quite glorious. And I think that you're really going to enjoy uh, next week's episode. So meet you back here then and I'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers.